everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I, of course, am your very congested host, Britain Frost. Um, the spring has sprung here in Greensboro, North Carolina, and it is very polleny, so my voice may sound a bit different. Um, yeah, the weather is not great, and it's raining right now, so hopefully that'll wash some of that away. But uh, I just wanted to let you know that we are going to skip over our cruise news today because we are doing a joint river and ocean cruise podcast. We'll be doing that this week and next week. Um, next week, we'll be talking about Backroads Active cruises. And this week we are talking about insurance and credit card and any sort of travel protection that we can uh, with one of our readers. So we'll actually just go ahead and get straight into that. Um, yeah. Hi, everyone. Today, I am joined with Joel Gilgoff um, from Arizona, another reader. This is our second reader guest interview, the first being with Paulette Hanna over on River Cruise Advisor. Joel reached out to me a couple of weeks ago after uh, I did a little bit on insurance, and you may have heard those podcasts and uh, or read that story, um, because he had a few insights to give on insurance and credit cards and um, just travel protection in general. But first, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today, Joel. How are you? I'm good. I'm having a great day. We're getting ready for a cruise we leave on Saturday. And that's a Viking cruise, right? Correct. And so when you get back, maybe we can do a second interview about that. Um, I'd be happy to. Yeah, absolutely. And you've been with you know, you've been with the sites for about five years now, you were saying to me before we started recording. So um, you are a cruise enthusiast, it seems like. And I know that you have also done your fair share of travel. So you you know a lot about kind of cruising in general. Yeah, we've done more than 75 cruises. So that's um, that's more than I've done. <laughs> Not more than Ralph, but that's definitely more than I've done. So I just... We'll we'll go ahead and get into it then. How did you decide that you needed insurance? Is that something that you've always done, or is it did it kind of happen later on? Good question. It really happened later on. We for the first uh, twenty years of cruising, we never insured. But about five years ago, two things happened. One is my wife and I started getting older. And our parents started getting older. And one of the main reasons we buy trip cancellation insurance is because it may not be that we need to cancel, but something may happen to them medically that causes us to cancel. And so that's a fear that's not under our control. And cruise ships are non, cruise lines are non-forgiving for cancellations. You know, you could have drop dead on the last day of your cancellation period, and you're going to pay. There's nothing you can do to talk your way out of it. So the other thing as far as the two types of insurance that that I'm going to talk about a bit are trip cancellation and interruption insurance and trip medical insurance. Uh, 
And some, some policies include both, but the best of them are separate policies. And about three or four years ago, on an Oceana cruise, um, I had a rash on my leg, which didn't look like all that bad, but I went to see the ship's doctor, and he gave me intravenous penicillin, and that cost $1,800. You typically don't get out of the infirmary on a cruise ship for less than several hundred dollars. So that encouraged me to get insurance, especially since trip medical is very inexpensive. Yeah, and you know, even just a comprehensive insurance plan as well, just the price that you're paying compared to the price of your cruise fare, if it includes cancellation and medical and and everything like that you get under a comprehensive plan, that's obviously good for the money, you know, and then you're not taking a huge risk. But what's the benefit? You said that sometimes it's better if you book them separately. So what's the benefit of, of that for you? Because each of the plans is much more thorough. Um, first, I really believe in using credit cards. Certainly, you should pay for your cruise anyway with a credit card. If something should happen to your travel agency, the cruise line, um, or something else not in your control that causes a cruise to be canceled, they will pay. If you actually buy the ship's insurance and they go out of business, you'll get nothing. So... The goal is to find an insurance policy that will pay you in all circumstances. For example, last year, um, actually in 2017, uh, we had booked a Silver Seas Antarctica cruise, which cost $45,000. And I really wanted to have insurance because, you know, for the reasons, one, $45,000 is a lot of money to lose. and Two, if something happened to one of our relatives, which caused us to cancel, we would lose the $45,000. So I split up the charge for the cruise among several credit cards because each credit card has a limit to the amount of trip cancellation insurance they provide. For example, for example a Chase Sapphire Reserve card provides $20,000 worth of insurance, $10,000 per person, total of twenty. And so I had my wife get a Chase Sapphire Reserve card as well. That gave us $40,000 worth of insurance. And then I put 5000 on a city card, which gave us $45,000 worth of insurance. And we, we needed to cancel that. Um, we were on a biking cruise where we both got the flu, and I wound up with pneumonia and wound up in the hospital. So we needed to cancel that Antarctic cruise, and we got the $45,000 back. And so is this just something, I mean, especially with getting the multiple cards and doing that, is that just something that you've learned through the years of travel and through trial and error? Well, I've learned it by, you know, subscribing to a lot of the um, newsletters that relate to to cruising, um, where there's always discussions about people, whether it pays to buy it from an insurance broker or from Insure My Trip, which is an online broker or using the credit cards. Credit, typical trip cancellation insurance can cost 7 to 10% or more of the cruise fare. If you put it on a credit card, not only, for example, the Chase Sapphire Reserve card, you get three ultimate reward points for every dollar you spend, but you get free trip cancellation insurance. So for a $45,000 cruise, you're saving 
four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And are are those the cards that you always use, the Chase Sapphire and the Citibank card? Yes. No, for cruises or for any trip. You know, we do land trips as well. This year we're doing four cruises and four land trips. But different cards ha- do have different benefits as well. And I think from what I've heard from everyone that travels, the Chase Sapphire Reserve is one of the best cards for travel and cancellations and allowances and things like that. Um, but I know that Ralph used to use an American Express card as well. So I think that... Um, American Express provides no insurance whatsoever. I think that that was a baggage and clothing allowance or something like oh, that. Right. Yeah. So. They provide no medical and no trip cancellation or interruption insurance. So, no American Express card does. Okay, so then what, if you're talking about insurance through the cards, explain a little bit more how this works. So you say that there's a $10,000 allowance per person per card. Um, for the Chase Sapphire Reserve card, it's 10000 per person, and that's for trip cancellation or interruption. They also provide $2,500 in medical coverage, but... But I use a company called GeoBlue Insurance, which is part of Blue Cross. And you kind of see write-ups on that on the web. But it's wonderful for two people for one year. Multi-trip medical means it covers you for all the trips you take in in a year. Not a calendar year, but a year from the first trip. So if your first trip is in April, it covers you from April of, let's say, 2019 April of 2020 for as many trips as you take and for every each trip as long as it's under 70 days um, you're covered and we've used that I've had that insurance in place for at least five years and every year we've used it Um, it only costs for two uh, two adults under the age of 85 $235 a year and I know that you made a point when we were kind of talking over email um, about discussing medical insurance, single trip versus multi-trip coverage. So what you found works best for you is this GeoBlue, which is the multi-trip coverage. Is that just because of the amount of travel that you do? They, yeah, GeoBlue also has their, their multi-trip package is called Trekker. The single one is called Voyager. And the Voyager package costs $140. But if, so if you take more than one trip, it's best to get the Trekker package. Yeah. I would assume even if you don't know how many trips you're going to take, because even if it is just the one, it's not that much of a difference in cost. So it, it almost is one of those things where it's just like, well, if you may be traveling again anywhere, then might as well just get the multi anyway. Yeah. It, it covers you outside the USA because... Seniors like myself who have Medicare, Medicare does not cover you outside of the U.S. Medicare Advantage plans, some of them, and Medicare Supplement plans do provide some insurance, but very little. But for $235 a year, you get uh, $50,000 worth of medical coverage and $250,000 worth of emergency evacuation coverage, plus drug coverage and dental coverage. And... Every year we've done, we've had something go wrong where we had to claim, and they pay quickly. 
Yeah, and I think that that's something that people worry about too is is the repayment process and how that happens because I mean if you're if you're out, I mean, I don't know if you read the article that Elsa wrote for us a few uh, weeks ago by the time this comes out, but just the fact that, as you said, going to the infirmary on the ship, you're not going to be paying less than a thousand dollars. And so, you know, if something serious happens and you go into a hospital and you owe this certain amount of money, then being out that chunk before you can file your claim is, is not great. <laughs> So I think that, of course, mentioning the time of the repayment is important. Um, and then, so can you talk more about the emergency evacuation? Because I know that you said that there was an allowance. But, I mean, is that something that I feel like not... necessary? Yeah, I feel like not a lot of people have to take advantage of that. But, of course, by the time you're being evacuated, it's because something is really, really serious is happening. Well, first of all, insurance is for things you don't expect to happen. That's why people buy insurance. You know, you don't expect to need emergency evacuation, but let's say you're traveling in Africa or Asia or any place that's rural outside the United States, and something goes wrong where the local medical center, you know, will not be able to handle you, and you need to go to a to a hospital somewhere in the West. How the only way you're going to get out of there is with a helicopter or a plane or a chartered plane, and that could cost you two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And if you don't have insurance, you'll pay that up front. You'll be calling all your friends and neighbors to chip in and get money wired to you, so you can get out of there and live. If you have emergency evacuation coverage. They just call the insurance carrier. The insurance carrier says, no problem, and you're out of there. So it, it, it's part of the Geo Blue package for $235 a year. You have it. Yeah. So what other types of medical insurance have you used prior to this? Well, um, once I found this policy, I mean, there's nothing better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I, it sounds like it. I mean, it sounds... Um, so there's no reason great. to shop around because we've done at least seven claims. And every all you do to fill out a claim is to, is to go online, print out a claims form, fill it out, mail it into them, and they pay you within two weeks or so. And it's a $50 deductible per year. So if you have seven claims in a year, you pay one $50 deductible. And they pay it in full with a check. Yeah, that's great. I wish my health insurance were that comprehensive. No kidding. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's that's great. And I think especially, like, the point that you made about insurance being for things that you don't anticipate happening. And I, I think that a lot of times people are really familiar with, with certain kinds of insurance, of course. Like, we have to have health insurance and car insurance. But when it comes to travel insurance or any sort of optional insurance people are a little bit more skeptical of paying a price for it. And it's it's like you say, though, looking at this small amount of just over $200 and then the $50 deductible, but covering a $2,000 almost minimum medical expense, it just makes sense. And, you know, I am 
totally the type of person who thinks that it's better to be safe than sorry all the time. But even then, I, I don't get travel insurance often. So I think that having these discussions with people really puts it into perspective of like, well, it's such a low cost for what you're actually getting back from it. And especially if you can do it by using certain credit cards and stuff. I'd like to talk a little bit more about some of the cards that you've done just in terms of like, what is the difference between using a credit card, using a, like you used the example of insuring my trip earlier, or the ship's insurance. I know that you mentioned that with the ship's insurance, if something happens with the company, then obviously you're not going to have that cancellation or whatever. But just in in terms of like what is actually covered, what are the differences there? I'd really like to discuss that. Thank you very much for asking. First of all, many of the insurance policies that the ships offer are deceptive. You need to read them because when you go on a trip, first of all, you're buying airfare generally. You're generally doing excursions on your own or staying in a hotel before you actually take the cruise or take the land trip because my advice is always to arrive at your cruise embarkation port at least three days early. So if your luggage gets lost, at least catches up with you. And so if you're way away in time zones, at least you get some rest and can enjoy the trip. So those three days of hotels, the airfare going to get to your port of embarkation, all those may not be covered by your trips, by your cruise lines insurance. Um, Also, if you, let's say, paid for your airfare with points, you won't get anything for the points at all if you insure through a cruise line. But if you insure, if you actually use a credit card to do it, like the Chase card, they will reimburse you at one cent per point. So at least if you spent 100,000 points, you'll get $1,000 back for your airfare rather than nothing. Mm-hmm. That's um, a, that's a good thing to know. Yep. Um, so you need, also you need to really read the policies. Um, I I haven't actually purchased a policy from Regent Cruises, but I've read that it that the policy only covers you for up to twenty thousand dollars. Now Regent's an expensive cruise line, and you could be paying forty thousand for your cruise, and if you need to cancel, you might not get forty thousand dollars back from them. So it's important to really read the policy. Don't I mean most people you know like you know your iPhone. You get 50 pages of conditions, but the policies aren't that bad, and they they email them to you in a PDF file and read through it. Make sure that you're covered for the things you need to be covered. Some of the credit card policies even cover you for a pet. I know you have dogs. If a pet needs hospitalization or a pet dies, you can cancel the cruise because of your pet, and they pay for it. Yeah, so... I mean, obviously, that's not something that if that happened, I would be like, oh, I'm just going to go anyway, you know? So there are little yeah, things that you don't think about. Member. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's a really good point is that like some of the smaller things. You have three ways of getting the insurance. One is using a credit card uh, to charge your trip. And there's a lot of other benefits by using the credit card, which generally is free. So you don't pay anything for the 
trip cancellation interruption insurance. Two would be to go to a site like Insure My Trip and put in the dates of your travel, the ages of the people traveling, and the place you're going to travel to, and it will give you an instant quote. And so you can look at that, or you can call an insurance agent and they will give you a quote as well. So you might want to look at the three of them, but if you're paying nothing for it with a credit card, I don't see why you'd want to pay 7 or 10% of the cruise fare. So that's really, I mean, and you did say this earlier, and of course reiterated it just now, but as far as benefits go between like a comprehensive insurance plan and using the credit cards, it's it just comes down to the cost for you, is what I'm gathering. Well, because the word comprehensive, you're using that word comprehensive. Yeah. But I don't think anybody else does. Okay. Because it's not comprehensive usually. Okay. Um, it doesn't cover everything you need. Yeah, when I was talking to a um for Brookshire Hathaway when I did that interview, we were right. we were that we were referring to it as a comprehensive insurance plan. So I mean, what that actually includes, uh, as you said, you're going to have to read over the policy. But something that I did appreciate when I did that interview was. Um, you know, they talked about reimbursement for delays and things like that and little things that are inconveniences and that they they reimburse for those. And so all those are covered by credit cards. As well. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I was curious if it's if it just came down to cost. So, yeah, I mean, if you have a credit card, but generally with those cards, <clears throat> there is an annual fee. I Is there with a Chase Sapphire Reserve card? Yes, it's the, the the annual fee on Chase Sapphire Reserve is four hundred and fifty dollars. But the, if you charge travel to the card, the first three hundred dollars of travel is credited back to you, so it costs you one hundred and fifty. But but if you only use the card for insurance on a twenty thousand dollar trip, the insurance would cost you fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. So 150 for the card isn't much. Absolutely. So I guess, and it would it depend on the scale of your trip too. Then I guess, like, if you were true. taking a trip, like a carnival cruise, one of the four night ones that are, you know, very inexpensive, almost at a hundred dollars a day or less. Um, right. You probably wouldn't need to to use. I mean, honestly, I don't know if in that point I would even get insurance because it just, at least cancellation or anything, because it, the price is, doesn't really warrant it, in my opinion. But, I mean, if you're paying 10% of that, it just to kind of ensure that everything is going to be okay, it's fine. But I do get what you're saying with the more expensive trips on more luxury cruise lines. Definitely, that 10% makes a difference depending on the scale of the trip. So. When True, you, but even if you do Carnival and it costs, let's say, your whole cruise is $500, um, it depends on the position you are, whether $500 is easy to lose or not. If you happen to have a credit card that provides the insurance for free, why not use it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing, too, is just to look at what cards you have and what could be protecting them but i think that most people who do travel have these travel rewards cards because not only in terms of insurance and things like that but also just in terms of rewards and points and everything that else that comes along with it that's so helpful i do a class here in sedona 
where I live on using credit cards to fly free or stay in hotels for free. And, you know, I've earned in the last five years more than 8 million air miles. And we fly, as I said, we're doing four cruises this year and four land trips. And we're flying first class round trip to each of the desk, each of the ports. And we're paying nothing for them except for the tax. Yeah, exactly. And so, and then you also have the the insurance on them too that we're, with the reimbursements for the cancellation. So j- that's all through credit cards. Correct. That's, I, I mean, what? So I guess just as far as like a takeaway for my listeners, sure. would, would that just be to use the credit cards to insure the trip and kind of, and do it, like do it separately, like you said? I believe if you have if you have credit cards that provide the insurance, use them. If you don't and you travel a lot, get them. If you only travel once a year and you have a $500 cruise plan on Carnival, I don't know that it matters. Yeah, and that that's But the medical kind of what coverage the medical coverage if you're going maybe if you go into the Caribbean or you go into Alaska, um I wouldn't worry that much about the medical but if but if you need something on the ship or you you fall and break a leg, you know, or you wind up with some crazy flu or the measles or, you know, Zika or any of those things, I think medical is important. And you can buy single trip medical for $140 for a couple. With the That's GL pretty blue. reasonable. Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about the trip cancellation, but I would definitely buy um, an insurance policy. So in that in that case, like looking at that specific example of, oh, well, I'm having a $500 carnival cruise, would you then say, okay, well, go to this insurance broker and, and look this way where you have something that's going to cover medical and cancellation? Or would you say, well, don't worry so much about the cancellation because it's an ex- the trip is inexpensive, just go to this medical insurance company and do medical i guess it just depends on how much you're willing to lose as you said like what's five hundred dollars to you well you don't want to spend four hundred dollars to insure five hundred dollars so you want to make sure that what the cost is um but you can certainly go online the easiest thing for your readers for your listeners is to go to a, a website like insure my trip and search a comprehensive policy and a medical-only policy and see what the costs are and what the coverages are. The whole thing will take five or ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and it's like I say, it's always better safe than sorry, in my opinion. And even just getting online, like, as you said, how much time is that actually taking out to make sure that everything is going to be taken care of? I think it's important to learn also, you know, if you start off without a lot of trips but eventually do a lot more travel, you kind of want to know what's available and roughly what the costs are. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. What the, yeah, what the cost associated with with that is. Um, is there anything else that you feel like you'd want to add? Only the fact that um, we've collected on these insurances over the last four years 
four times on trip cancellation and at least six or seven times on medical. And so it's not like something that's theoretical. And the first 70 cruises or so, we didn't collect, we didn't have any issues. But then we started to have issues, and it was good that we had the insurance. Only because, you know, if you have a hotel room and you, you know, let's say a trip in the United States and you have booked a hotel room, you can call the hotel and generally you can get them to cancel and give your money back. But if you, most cruises have cancellation policies of at least 90 or 120 days. So if you call them within the cancellation period, you're going to be paying some cancellation fee, which may be a lot higher than you think. So, you know, it's they're not negotiable and they're not reasonable. You know, something you think, well, you know, my dad died or something. Don't you have pity on me? Yeah, we have a lot of pity on you, but we're not going to give you a dime. Even though we'll sell your cabin again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cruise ships, over, cruise ships standardly overbook because they know that cruising is for the newlywed and the nearly dead. And the nearly dead die, and they want to be able to sell your cabin again. Yeah, so even though they're making us turn off of a, a they're making, they're making, making a profit the money twice yeah. or more, you're not going to see any of that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's again, like you said, it's, well, it's not whether, you know, something happens to you, but, and it is as well, but you also think about, well, what if something happened to a family member, or what if something happened to an animal, like, just because you're in good health doesn't mean that everyone else is, and, and there could be a multitude of reasons that you would have to cancel your ship, even sure. with, even with missing flights and things like that, or delays, exactly. yeah, so. Or, or things like, you lose your job. Many of the trip cancellation insurance covers that. Or you're called on jury duty and you can't get out of it. Um, you know, or there's terrorist activity and, you know, wherever you're going. Or there's really awful weather where you're going. These trip cancellation policies, correct ones, cover those things. things you know, things that are not in your control. Plus, I want to I want to encourage your listeners to give feedback. When there's comment forms at the bottom of every page of every newsletter, start discussions going. You know, once you read it, if you you know if you want to add and tell Ralph or you about how wonderful your write-ups are, say it on the news. Say it in the newsletters. Other people like to see that. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, one thing is like when I was doing this insurance things, I always welcomed any any comments that anyone had because I'm learning about insurance just as everyone on the site is, you know, we're doing these kind of explorations into different topics that we may not know a lot about. So we're trying to learn them with you all. So I never mind being corrected or being told, you know, this is a better option. And, and, you know, um, speaking with you and when you reached out, it's like, well, now I have so much more insight into using cards and I've tried to get interviews with people from card companies and I just am not able to do it. So sometimes you all have knowledge that's more valuable than mine on some subjects. So I Unfortunately, the card companies, when you call the number on the back of the card and ask them, they have no clue. If, you, if you're insistent, they'll put you actually through to the insurance adjusters and they know. 
But the but the customer service for the cards don't have any training. Don't have that, any clues to what insurance benefits they are. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just I appreciate your um, encouragement to keep the discussion going because that's not part only that. Of... Give feedback on experiences they've had with insurance. You know, you know they insured with Chase. Did Chase pay you? You insured with Geo Blue. Did you have a problem getting paid or? You know, things like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And thanks for reaching out. And I look forward to talking to you when you get back from your Viking trip. Okay, thanks. We'll be back May 27th. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me on Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I hope that you have a great week as always, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.